When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Pittsburgh Steelers 53-man roster is set. And you could feel passionately about a certain position or a certain player or whether or not certain guys should have made the team or should have been traded before they finalized their initial team. But I think you're overlooking the biggest picture here, and that comes from way above these players. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackmine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talkers. Subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. The Pittsburgh Steelers roster is officially set, at least the initial 53-man roster is officially set. And overall, this team looks good. They have a new offensive line that they feel very good about and some depth pieces there that you should feel confident in. Dylan Cook was probably the biggest surprise to make the Steelers 53-man roster, but you have to feel, I want to say, better about them bringing in two backup offensive tackles in Broderick Jones and Dylan Cook and then allowing a rookie in Spencer Anderson to be their versatile inside-outside piece moving forward behind Nate Herbig. They have two guys that are center-capable as depth pieces and then two offensive tackles who will sit behind Chooks Okorafor and Dan Moore Jr. That looks much more promising than three or four days ago when we sat here and talked about Kevin Dotson's going to be the fourth inside guy. He can only play guards, so you have to figure out a center or at least an option at center. Spencer Anderson could play all the positions. Is he going to be that last tackle who could also slide into guard or center? A lot of questions. Those questions have been answered, and the Steelers did that on both sides of the ball. They only kept four inside linebackers, and you look at that and say, well, you're missing Tanner Muse, or you're missing Nick Kwiatkowski, who you know, adds special teams value. Okay, but you added a corner in Desmond King to allow James Pierre to stick around as a special teams guy. You kept both nickelbacks and Elijah Riley and Chandon Sullivan so that you have special teams value there. You kept Miles Killebrew and you kept Miles Boykin. On top of that, Connor Hayward is a very, very quality special teams ace. So you have options there. The defensive line, they got rid of Braden Fajoko and then boom, they brought him right back to the practice squad. Why? Because Montrevious Adams would have been picked up because Armand Watts would have been picked up. Braden Fajoko, a guy that I, to some degree, thought was going to make this 53-man team and start in week one was the easiest option to sneak through waivers because 
everybody has seen what the rest of them can do. Armand Watts has starting experience. Montrevious Adams has started pretty much the last two years for the Pittsburgh Steelers and has had some good, really quality games. Easy to sneak Braden Fajoko through. Not easy to sneak the other guys through. They knew that. They only kept three tight ends because Zach Entry, whether he had some value or not, wasn't worth the trade and wasn't worth sticking around. And I love Zach Entry as a human. I thought he was a great dude. And I thought he was really quality when it came to being a professional. But you don't need three tight ends. But I could go on and on about every single piece of the Pittsburgh Steelers roster when it really comes down to this. And this is really the only thing that I feel super passionately about leaving the Steelers roster. They had one hole, and that was at cornerback. And they went out and signed him with the biggest name and the best name that was available in Desmond King, a guy who started for the Houston Texans the last two seasons and who came up with five interceptions, a guy who maybe isn't a starter on all 31 other teams and probably isn't a starter in Pittsburgh, even if Patrick Peterson wasn't around, but is a guy that comes in here and can compete for playing time. They can help you on the inside and the outside who has return capabilities. So now you have options as a kick returner and a backup as a punt returner. It filled all the holes with the biggest name that you could possibly go get, which is another example and brings me full circle here to what I am trying to get at. The Steelers have a general manager in Omar Khan that by all accounts is just incredible. He checks every box and I know that it's been a year and a half and he's only had one draft class and We don't know how Kenny Pickett and all these guys are going to turn out. And there are major questions. I get all of it. But you look on paper and you look at just who the Pittsburgh Steelers are today and what they've accomplished and the team that they have in front of them. And then you look at what they've been trying to do for years and years. And they made the best decision they could possibly make in keeping Omar Khan over Brandon Hunt a year and a half ago. He knows exactly what he's doing. They knew exactly the situation that they would be in heading into a new era, a new quarterback. And with a new quarterback, what does that mean? It means you have a ton of cap space to work with. And who's the best person to work with cap space in Pittsburgh? Omar Khan. Art Rooney knew that. I don't know how involved Mike Tomlin was, but I'm sure he knew that as well. But Omar Khan was the first perfect fit for the job. And he has proven and surpassed that as much as you possibly can. It's early. It's super early in his tenure, and I get that. And everybody looks good early. I also get that one. But in a year and a half, like you could already start comparing him to Kevin Colbert and saying, hey, look, at this is his success, and this is what he was able to do. And Kevin Colbert was great at the last generation of Pittsburgh Steelers football, but things needed to change. And we saw that for the last two or three years, that the Steelers were stuck over here and they needed to be over here because the NFL was moving and the Steelers weren't moving with it. Now, Omar Khan has brought them up to speed and said, hey, look, this is the way that the world works. This is the new game that we're playing. This is what you need to do in the NFL in order to succeed and stay with the times. You're not going to compete with a Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or a Brandon Bean or any of these teams if you're not making the moves that they're making. 
He knew that. And he's done every bit of that. And then on top of that, he's done messing around. He looks at all of the holes and fills all of the holes. The Steelers don't have a hole right now. This is a complete roster. And no, we haven't walked into week one and they haven't played a game yet. I understand that. But the Steelers right now are the most complete team that they have been in probably five plus, 10 plus years. There is not a hole on this team. The defensive line stacked depth, stacked inside linebacker stacked a position that they tried year in and year out to fix. Omar Khan does it in one off season says, Hey, look at here's two guys that are starter capable. Here's a third guy that's starter capable. We don't even need five because the fourth guy also probably starter capable. That's totally fine. Oh, we need new corners. Sounds good. We'll go get new corners. Oh, Joey Porter Jr. Isn't ready yet. No worries. Here's a name called Desmond King. We'll convince him to come in and be a backup. Oh, we need a slot corner. Cool. Let's add two of them. We don't want to get rid of some special teams guys. No worries because we have guys who could play safety and corner and special teams and we could keep a guy like Miles Killebrew. The offensive line issues? No, not anymore. We'll do such a good job this offseason that we will bring in a guy who played in a Super Bowl a year ago so that we have that solidified guard that we've been missing. And on top of that, we're going to bring in another name. His name is Nate Herbig. He's going to be the backup to replace Kevin Dotson because Kevin Dotson's been a little weary and we don't want anything to do with Kendrick Green anymore. No worries. We'll draft a seventh round rookie out of Maryland who could play center and guard and then we'll find the rest out as we go along. Everything has worked out perfectly for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it is crazy to sit here and say that. Think about a year ago. I was coming on these to-goes, and we were doing the podcast, and we were writing articles, and everybody's talking, and the conversation was constantly brought back to, hey, look it, we got to reel it in, because there is excitement, and yeah, Mitch Trubisky looks good, and Najee Harris this, and Deontay Johnson, and George Pickens that, and TJ Watt, and the defense looks good, cool. You knew that the cap on the Pittsburgh Steelers a year ago was low. And you knew that the expectations were low. Two years ago, Ben Roethlisberger's still here. This is his farewell. This is it. He's going to do it. Eh, the expectations have to be low. Very low. This year, we're having real conversations about how far the Steelers can go. And real conversations about whether or not this is a football team that could compete for the Super Bowl. We're having real conversations about whether or not the Pittsburgh Steelers are legitimately back and how bright the future is, and how bright this season is for this team. That is all credit to Omar Khan. Every single bit of it, credit to Omar Khan. The guy's out here playing a video game. It is unreal the moves that he continues to make. And I don't know if it's all going to work out. And like I said, week one is here, but we won't know until they step on a field against San Francisco. But on paper, this team looks complete. There are no holes, and there was one and Omar Khan went and filled it with the best player that he could possibly get. It just, it just keeps getting better. And this guy, if he's running the Pittsburgh Steelers for the next 20 plus years, they just feel like they're in really, really good hands. And Omar Khan could do some really, really, really good things and hopefully win a Super Bowl or two as the GM of the Pittsburgh Steelers.